Welcome to the A to Z of sex with me, Dr. Lori Beth. I'm an intimacy coach and psychologist. I created this show to explore the erotic alphabet, to help you learn more about desire and expressing your desires, discover ways to spice up your relationship and create that sizzling relationship you've always wanted. I do this through solid science, real life stories, and interviews with an exciting variety of sex experts. Listen in weekly as I share key strategies to help you create your ideal sexual life. Make sure you join us to access even more sexual strategies on my blog, A to Z of Sex, access our monthly newsletter with subscriber only offers at www.atozofsex.com. That's A T O Z O. F-S-E-X. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the A to Z of sex. I'm Dr. Lori Beth, and I am your host. We are working our way through the erotic alphabet one letter at a time. Today, the letter is J, and J is for jilling and jacking off. Jacking off and jilling off are both terms that are used for masturbation. I was over 40 before I heard the term jilling off, and I found it amusing that there was a separate word for masturbation for women and for men. Masturbation is not only normal, but almost everyone masturbates. In fact, recent research suggests that up to 95% of men and 85% of women masturbate on a regular basis. Most people masturbate whether they are single or in relationships. Jacking and jilling off has health benefits that include stress reduction, a reduction in prostate cancer for men, relief from menstrual cramps for women, just to name a few. It also increases muscle tone in the pelvic and anal areas. Historically, masturbation has been depicted in art since the prehistoric times. Masturbation was previously seen as immoral, and certainly it's still seen as immoral by some religious groups. Most of the emphasis on immorality came about from the biblical prohibition against spilling one's seed on the ground. This was in contrast to being fruitful and multiplying. So while we were trying to build the population, the idea that a man would waste, in a sense, his sperm rather than um, have sexual intercourse, which may cause an increase in population, was seen as immoral. In the late 20th and and now in the early 21st century, masturbation has primarily been destigmatized. Masturbation is no longer seen as damaging or a problem unless it gets in the way of sex with a partner, interferes with work, and other activities. So if you're jacking off for hours every day and not doing anything else, it's likely to be seen as a problem. Otherwise, it's healthy and it should be a lot of fun. Jacking off is not only a lot of fun, but it can help a guy find out what turns him on the most. It can also help him learn to control his orgasms so he can last longer during sex with a partner. Jilling off can help a woman figure out what turns her on the most and also helps her figure out how to reach orgasm, what kind of stimulation works best for her, 
direct clitoral stimulation, indirect stimulation, penetration, or no penetration. Sometimes men worry that they can damage their penises by jacking off too much. A penis doesn't break unless violently twisted when erect. And since there are no bones in a penis, you're not actually, actually fracturing it. <clears throat> what you're doing is um, damaging the tubes or breaking the tubes that fill with blood during erection and, and these rupture. The most common time to damage these is when a partner is on top and yet this is still very rare and it usually happens when um, the penis slips out of the vagina and um, the woman comes down on top of the penis and there's a violent wrenching. There are no reported cases that I could find of breaking a penis through jacking off. The damage done through jacking off is usually just some swelling and soreness from being too rough on the penis or using no lubrication and or jacking off too often or for too long. Women worry about damaging themselves jilling off. The most common injury during jilling off is soreness of the clitoris caused by not enough lubrication, roughness, or use of a toy without enough lubrication. So you see, <clears throat> pardon me, what I've been saying here repeatedly is lubrication. Lubrication is the key to good masturbation and really satisfying masturbation. It's also the key to good sex, really satisfying sex, lots of lubrication. You can never have too much lube. There are over 500 names for masturbation. The term masturbation isn't very exciting, and perhaps that's why so many euphemisms have been created. Um, there is a video from Refinery29 that highlights a bunch of creative terms that women use, including jilling off. One of the things they talk about is that masturbation is such a clinical term. A couple of the other terms that stood out for me were buttering my muffin and petting the kitty. Rubbing it out is the gender neutral term that is preferred. But still, most of the 500 names are male centric. 50 to 60% of women use sex toys for masturbation. I remember when I first became aware of sex toys, the only vibrator that was regularly available was a hard plastic one. It was ugly and really rough, and it put me off sex toys for many years. But now there are an amazingly wide number of sex toys that are great for masturbation or for use with a partner. Vibrators are made in body-friendly silicone now. There are ones that are um, they're often called rabbits that stimulate the clitoris and penetrate the vagina. So there are rabbit vibrators that thrust and ones that heat up to body temperature as well. There are regular vibrators that thrust and heat up as well. There is the Hitachi Magic Wand, which is still one of the most popular vibrators available. Now this one really isn't good for internal use, but it's a very powerful vibrator and is used for clitoral stimulation. Um, and women still adore it. There are clitoral vibrators, and now there are new clitoral stimulators, uh, like the poorly named Womanizer, um, which uses suction. Uh, there are ones which use sonic waves, 
some that use air currents, all of these to bring a woman to orgasm in a slightly different way, but all still stimulating the clitoris and the clitoral area. Masturbation doesn't take long. The average man lasts three minutes and 45 seconds when masturbating. There is less consensus on how long the average woman takes to reach orgasm when masturbating. Figures range from 20 seconds, yes, I said 20 seconds, to 20 minutes. Masturbation to orgasm is a better sleep aid than any sleeping pills. Jacking and jilling off is good for your sex life. People try out fantasies during masturbation prior to deciding if they would like to try them out with their partners in real life. This can be a great way to test out how hot ideas and activities make you. However, there are a lot of things that we fantasize about for masturbation that in life we would not find exciting or in, even enjoyable. So there's no reason not to use that material for fantasy though. You can use that material for masturbation and decide never to use that material with a partner, never to act the fantasy out. Jacking and jilling off can be more than just a quick affair. There are a bunch of techniques you can use to spice it up and build your orgasmic skills. For example, edging is when you bring yourself to the brink repeatedly before you let yourself come. The orgasm you have then should be explosive. You can see how many times you can make yourself come in a short period of time. Use one, both hands instead of one hand, or perhaps use no hands at all. Women can work on the U spot, which is right above the urethra and beneath the clitoris. Rubbing this area alone is great, but you can also rub from the U spot up onto the clitoris and back down so you'd actually make a V or a U um, in your movements. Depending on your own personal anatomy, you can rub under the hood of the clitoris. Now, if you're super sensitive, this probably won't be a lot of fun but otherwise it can really excite. Squeezing the labia is another great technique. Many women begin masturbating by lying down on their stomachs and rubbing against stuffed toys, bedding, or pillows. That's the way they learn how to masturbate. Some women use anal and breast stimulation to add to their masturbation experience. One of the most important things to highlight here is to take time when masturbating. This doesn't need to be rushed and in fact shouldn't be rushed. This is time for you to explore yourself and your own personal enjoyment. For men, anal stimulation during masturbation can make things more exciting. And nipple stimulation also works well to add to your pleasure. People masturbate throughout their lifespans. Children begin to touch themselves as babies and toddlers because it feels good. They touch themselves for comfort as well as for pleasure. Orgasm does not become the goal until they are older. People continue to masturbate regardless of the relationship status throughout adulthood. Most people in relationships continue to masturbate. Sometimes they incorporate this into sex with their partners, often, however, they continue to masturbate as they have always done on their own. 
Mutual masturbation is a great way to learn each other's bodies, turn-ons, and find out all the ways to bring each other pleasure. Often, people don't consider mutual masturbation when looking at the menu of sexual choices that they have. Many only think of mutual masturbation when they are avoiding penetrative sex for some reason. Mutual masturbation can be masturbating with each other without touching each other at all. And this can raise the intensity of the orgasm. Or it can mean touching each other and exploring, but no penetration allowed. However you choose to add this to your sexual life, take the time and explore. Adding this to your repertoire can bring new discoveries as you get to observe how things change for your partner during your mutual masturbation. Both men and women use pornography as an aid to quick masturbation. Um, now, some people use pornography for masturbation full stop. They're using visual material in order to increase their excitement um, during the whole process. But pornography is traditionally used to make things go more quickly. More men use pornography, but this has always been the case. However, now women are using pornography much more often as an aid to masturbation as well. This is quite a controversial area. There's lots of worries about uh, addictions to pornography and um, that is when someone will use pornography uh, in quote, in a, too much or in an addictive way. Um, although the definition of that isn't quite clear. More often, um, people will talk about people who are using pornography in preference to having sex with a partner, uh, which can be, certainly can be problematic and is something that needs to be explored. But the vast majority of people who use pornography use it just as an aid to their sex life. It's nothing that they use all the time. It's something to add to their sexual experience to make things more exciting. And um, they're very well aware that what's going on in the movies that they are watching isn't real. Because so many people are visual in their excitement, that it is what they look at that most quickly intensifies their attractions, pornography works really well to move the process along. So if you don't have a lot of time and you just want a quickie, pornography might be the way to go. However, if you want to take some time with your masturbation, sometimes taking away the pornography makes that more possible. If you want to prolong your orgasm, um, then removing the pornography makes that easier. Masturbation during sex is one of the easiest ways to make sure a woman reaches orgasm. Women who masturbate regularly know exactly what they need to be able to reach that peak. And it can be difficult to get the same type of stimulation during penetrative sex with a partner. Only 28% of women reach orgasm routinely during intercourse or penetrative sex without any additional stimulation. So if a woman stimulates her clitoris during intercourse, the rate of orgasm is much higher and therefore satisfaction is much higher. Um, this, is, this is important to remember to talk to your partner about this 
uh, early on when you're trying to explore the different ways in which you can bring each other satisfaction, whether or not um, direct clitoral stimulation is something that she needs to get off. If it is, your partner can be stimulating you in order to help you get off, or you can be doing it yourself. Either way, the goal is that you both have as much enjoyment as possible during your sexual intercourse and during your sexual play. So, what do we think about masturbation? Ultimately, jacking and jilling off should be a standard part of your sexual repertoire, something that you do on a regular basis to bring yourself pleasure, to explore, to relax, to mitigate stress, and just generally make yourself feel good. Remember all this, the health benefits, and there may in fact be more. There are some research suggesting benefits for the cardiac muscle if you have regular orgasms. So it may lower the rate of heart attack, which is another positive benefit of making sure that you have orgasm. This is an area of sex you can explore all on your own, obviously. So since you don't need a partner, there's nothing to stop you from bringing yourself satisfaction now. It means that you can have satisfaction whether you are with a partner or partnerless. And that gives you agency. It gives you control over your sexual joy. And that is incredibly important and will increase your general joy in life. Thanks for joining me this week for the A to Z of Sex. Please write in with your questions to Dr. Lori Beth at A to Z of Sex.com. That's D R L O R I B E T H at A T O Z O F S E X.com. In the UK, it's A T O Z O F S E X.com. And do visit both websites. It's https colon forward slash forward slash A-T-O-Z-O-F-S-E-X dot com and https colon forward slash forward slash the dash intimacy dash coach dot com. For a free 30-minute discovery session with me, head over to https colon forward slash forward slash A-T-O-Z-O-F-S-E-X dot com and click on the button that says book now. If you enjoyed this podcast, please, please, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever else you listen. Sign up for regular news from me by filling in the contact form on either website or just dropping me an email. I look forward to being with you again next week when the letter will be K. Thank you again for listening. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the A to Z of sex. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review here on iTunes and make sure you head over to www.atozofsex.com. That's A-T-O-Z-O-F-S-E-X. To subscribe to my free newsletter to help you keep your sex life sizzling. Stay tuned for upcoming weekly episodes as we work our way through the sexual alphabet to discover the wide world of sex, sexuality, desire, and intimacy. Knowledge gives you the power to create relationships that bring you satisfaction and joy. Hope to see you next week.